One of the biggest failures of a good number of African-American men is showing their sons how to be whole men. You know, being vulnerable enough to see or show their son when they fail, not just when they succeed. Show your son an example of you losing it emotionally. And I'm, when I say that, I'm not talking about being angry. I'm saying show your son that you're connected to something which brings you to tears, whether that being the love for a woman, the love for that relationship or whatever. Show your son tears, show your son happiness, show your son um, anger, show your son every aspect about being a man and not just the ones that are socially acceptable. You have to present a more well-rounded picture to not only your son but your daughter as well, even when it comes to finances. You know, don't just provide. Show your son how to take care of himself and his future family. Talk about the bills. Talk about um, credit scores. Talk about mortgages. You know, talk about establishing a relationship at school with teachers. You know, talk about how to interact with other males so that you feel comfortable in all settings. Don't just talk about quote unquote African American issues. Be global. Teach your child about what's going on internationally. You know, be what you want your child to be and show them how to get there. I got more than 50 shades of green. Living in a house of blue. Taking it day by day. Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. Uh, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. Um, and we are here with a whole new batch of episodes. Um, I mean, I'm so glad uh, because... I, I didn't tell you this, it's definitely coming out um, in 2021, but uh, so certainly, welcome, you made it, you feel me, when you, <laughs> if you're hearing this, you made it, celebrate, good times, come on, because we came out of a hell of a fucking year, pip, pip, uh, yes, yes, pip pip cheerio, and the conversation we're having today is one that I really am excited about, um, I really feel very uh, particular about having conversations with certain people in any way, shape, or form in the realm of masculinity, man, manliness, manhood, definition of man, all that bullshit. And I feel like it needs to be spoken to in a, a productive way. And I think it's so many egos that come into play when it comes to this and people who are grounded within certain energies and, and feelings and ideologies that you really can't get no fucking way. But nevertheless, I want to introduce to y'all a man of so many... Um, Titles, so many competencies, so many professions, um, because it's different than having a bunch of side hustles. It's different than being, because when you are in it, you put yourself in it, you submerge yourself in it, you get make yourself official, you got the certificates and the receipts of your qualifications. I have with me um, the illustrious alumnus of Clark Atlanta University and my bro, Andrew 
pink. I should I, or should I say Saint George? Yes, yes, but because I, I, I want you to help me with and assist me within this introduction because you have so many hyphens. The ones that I wrote down was you being not only ordained, you being a yogi, you know what I'm saying, and you being an educated man for, for you know in so many different uh, facets. I want you to continue on with these hyphenates. At this current point, at this current age, what have you acquired under your belt in terms of knowledge that you are just adding on to yourself? Because I think I really want to make that very clear who, why I chose you, I guess, to okay. speak about this. Um, well, yeah, I'll start. I got a high school diploma. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> that's, that's something that, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's something to be, to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, with the high school diploma, I went to a performing arts high school um, while I was classically trained vocally. Um, so I also have a vocal studies um, certificate um, that, that I got for completing all the courses. Um, I got a college degree mm-hmm. in religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my 200-hour certification in comedic yoga instruction. Um, I'm a licensed life insurance uh, not instructor, <laughs> but agent um, in the state of Georgia. I'm a certified grant writer um, through Gammon Theological Seminary. Um, what else? Ordained minister. Um, notary public. Um, <laughs> if you need that stamp, I got you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's it. I can probably think of some. I was a Certified soccer referee when I was a kid. That's funny as hell. That's funny as hell. (laughs) But I I want you, because I don't know if you ever noticed that about yourself. You are a person who does, who feels like if there's a way to get knowledgeable about a particular thing and either assist others or help or make, or, 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 or essentially make my life better in some way by having this knowledge. What, what, what is it about you that made you that way? Cause you're from, from Florida originally, right? No, I'm from Atlanta originally, but yeah. I, I grew up in Florida. You grew up in so Florida? Really about half and half. Yeah. And so, yeah, what do you think it was that like made that something that was really uh, happy for you? Because I think it's a, it's, a, it's a very stereotypical reason. Mm-hmm. If you remember uh, <laughs> In Living Color, oh, what was their name? I think it was the Robinsons or something like mm-hmm. that. It was like, I got... I got 14 jobs. Like, what you <laughs> yeah, the, Jamaicans, you know yeah, the Caribbean yeah. family. Because you got so, you have so many, you know, things that you got into. What do you think mm-hmm. it really was that Bro, made that a habit for you? You know, it's funny because, like, I, I really grew, I had a bunch of jobs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, before that, like, I worked at, I was a dishwasher at this retirement home. I worked mm-hmm. at Wendy's. I mm-hmm. was, I worked at Chick-fil-A. Yes. I worked at, K&G selling suits. I worked at Backrack selling suits. Damn, I remember you. Yeah, bro, you, you did. Know what I'm saying, bro. Oh, you so, did. Bro, I, I, didn't, bro, I didn't had like yeah. job on top of job. What's good with you, bro? How you doing? I done had job under job, next to job. Um, Bruh. But yeah, I mean, that's, I, I just grew up. My, my dad was a hustler, bro. So yeah. I just, you know what I'm saying? And they always had a job. That's so, the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's I, really a thing. That's a, that's a beautiful energy to have because I think that sense of ambition and ingenuity Sadly enough, is um either goes underreported or mm-hmm. is truly just that rare sometimes. Man, I don't know, bro. My dad came over. He was what twenty three or four kids, so mm. he, had, he had to get it. You know what yes. I'm saying? So it, yes. it, was, it was different. But I, I guess him having to get it, like I saw that being just how it's supposed to be. So mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying I got my first job for real, and I was like, 
mowing the grass and stuff like that, like yep. nine, ten years old for yep. the summer, like walking. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like selling candy, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Taking Halloween candy. I, like I, I remember, I got in trouble. Almost got um, like I got in big trouble because it was I was selling my Halloween candy, mm-hmm. and they had called my mom and they said you can't sell candy. My mom was like she didn't really see a problem with it, so like she wasn't trying to tell me to stop. Um, but they was like the problem is like when you sell candy, you compete with the cafeteria funds. So I, I never realized that. So like they like I, I was selling so much candy that they were saying I could not sell candy because people was not buying lunch. Of course. So, but that was in elementary school. So yeah. Um, um, yeah, middle school niggas used to smoke Smarties. So I sold mm-hmm. some. You know what I'm saying? Used to sell Smarties. Um, I never forgot. I bought a razor phone with, with that little money. Um, Hell yeah! You know, go ahead, go ahead, that, treat yourself. That little gray razor. I, I never forget. It was at T-Mobile store. My mom was trying to buy me this little flip phone. I was like, I want the razor. She's like, you got razor money? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I want to throw the money on the counter. Like, 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 75 or something like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I had it. So, um, yeah, bro, just, just work. How much How much of, because uh, how much of that would you say was, do you think you attached that to some sense of, your own, I guess, manhood, or did you see that as an individualized story? Um, what you mean? What I mean is, did you see that as just how you were and how you're gonna be, or did you see this mm-hmm. as how everyone should be? I'm um, probably just me, how, how I was gonna be, because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, everybody really different. You yeah, know what I'm saying? everybody moved different. I've not seen people make money without doing nothing. I grew up playing soccer, and I went to a performing arts school, so. I grew up around a lot of rich white people, mm. and bro, they did not work hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they, bro, they did not work hard. <laughs> <laughs> and they lived life like life should be lived. Let me tell you. So it was just like I, I grew up understanding that if I work hard, like I can get paid for it. Mm. But I also understood like, bro, it's a way to get paid yeah. without having to work hard. Yeah. And I've been working hard in the meantime until I could find that way to not work hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's, I, I don't mind working hard, and I will work hard as long as I have to. But the moment I find a way I don't got to work hard, I'm clocking out. I'm clocking out. You know? Clocking out in the real way, too. and The realest way. But at least working for myself. You know? Exactly. Because I think that's when you get out of work, mm. and you're living life, and you're living passions. And I think um, so much of what we do, because I think a lot of us... Um, I don't think I'm giving anything away saying this because I seen I just seen that movie Soul, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Right. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not giving much away, but it's okay. really about living more than anything. Yeah, that's what's all right. And I feel like so much of our lives we allow for so many things to impede on that, mm-hmm. to impede on living. Mm-hmm. We we rather work, we rather do this, we rather do that because it's been stipulations presented to us where that's the only way. That's mm-hmm. all we can be. That's all we could do, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, there may be a way for you to get back to to get to a space where you're just living. Yeah, I always think it's perplexing to think about how the perspectives of these white Europeans coming to the bush was that these individuals are savages and uncivilized. When it's like you're you're you you have egos you have mm-hmm. systems in place to protect your egos you have to create a, a sense of currency to create value for the life that, that you live to then separate yourself even further everyone in this bush has a purpose mm-hmm. every newborn child has a new purpose that we instill into them and that they proudly take on mm-hmm. and we're living 
we're living so free we don't even have to put clothes on. Mm-hmm. But yet we're uncivilized. Yes, we're savage. Yet we're this, we're that. We eat off the land. We're healthy as hell. Our skin is clear. Mm-hmm. And and disease is and disease and ailments are are by sheer discovery and injury. Mm-hmm. How are we uncivilized? We seem very fucking advanced if you really take the time to really analyze. And y'all at a real elementary phase of what humanness really can be. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that trips me out. It's like these individuals obviously outlasted you in terms of fucking genetic makeup and just historical presence, but yet they're uncivilized. That shit always baffled me, but I think a lot of it had to do with living. A lot of it has to do with living, and I think we commit to certain purposes, Mm -hmm. and they end up fucking being work. We end up connecting ourselves to certain things, and they end up not being who we really are. Yeah. And the conflictions that we have and the shit that's created within us is what presents this um, either very tired, very under, overworked, very stressed out individual who eventually just sees that they had this only singular purpose. In yeah. Time. See, man, I, I also feel a way about purpose. Mm-hmm. Because if you got a purpose, what what does that do with your free will? Mm-hmm. Like if you put on this earth to do something, how do you get a choice in the matter? Good. Bingo. So I, I always argue like, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have, I'm, I can do what I want. Yeah, that's freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if 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 I have a purpose and I'm not fulfilling my purpose, I'm not free. Yeah. Because why don't why don't I get to do what I want with my yeah. life? You know what I'm saying? But 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 then I also understand I have like agency and accountability to others and to my community. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that I feel like I should just be in this world alone. Um, or that I should just do things alone. But just simply, why is that not an option? Mm. If 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 freedom is is really was given to me. With life, um, why why can't I choose to do with it as I please? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that's why we we wrestle so much with with, with so many people and how they identify themselves and, mm-hmm. and whatnot because it's really just them freeing themselves more. Even and, more. And, and we've been we've, we're so used, you know what I'm saying. It, it's not worked for so long, but the system has been in place for so long that any deviation or any amendment to that system. You know what I'm saying? Begins the the shattering. You know what I'm saying? Legitimately of of of, of who is meant to protect, who is who is built to protect, um, because who who has been built to protect is has always been a minority. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. the the minority that that presents themselves as the majority, um, but they've always been the minority. If you mm, yeah. So that's why you see the way things are going now. Voting, bro. Voting is going to be a thing of the past. The electoral college is going to be done away with. Because if it's a democracy that we live in and we have the choice to yeah. vote, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. we're becoming the silent majority for real, like that the, the the power, you know what I'm saying, the people in power, they they legitimately will begin to lose. So we're gonna slowly see this shift to where like we saw with this vote, this election, like how people really don't trust the vote no more. People don't really care about the mm-hmm. vote no more. Like in a real way, yeah, on, and, on all sides, no matter what mm-hmm. your ideal political ideology is, yeah. They're going to give Biden about four years, probably. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get him out of there, and they're going to slide a, a, a nice little Republican in there. Mm-hmm. Atlanta finna have a white mayor next. Watch this. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I see, I see the changes. They, 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 Atlanta about to have a white mayor. I see the changes. They about to have a white mayor. Yeah. And he ain't going to be Democrat. It's... <laughs> Crazy probably, enough. Yeah, you know, because, man. I think he going to be... Um, I, fuck it, I think he going to fuck around and be Democrat. I, bro, I, when I, I, I came, don't even... Bro, because it's just... They, man. When I came here early, early in the year... 
Oh, bro, I just rambled all the way off topic. No, 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 you did not. No, you did not. I think that all relates because I think we are bound to certain pieces of vocabulary that we have allowed ourselves to come into awareness to mm-hmm. and understand them to be that, and we've bound ourselves to words, bound ourselves to certain definitions. Instead of instead of what I feel like what freedom really is in certain moments, I think identity identity can be similar because mm-hmm. we are uh, creatures cut from the same creatures that come from a similar situation, yeah. created in a sim, created in a similar similar way. So yeah. everyone is still an individual, but those similarities will be glaring because we're, we're gonna find those things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna we're gonna have those same similar sensibilities, but ultimately we still are. Everyone is a snowflake. Everyone is individually yeah. different. Um, <laughs> bro, I hate stuff like that, bro. Um, we're all we're all uniquely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're all the same. If if, if everybody everybody's special in their own way, yeah. It's like nobody's special. Um, but that's just satirical. Um, but I, but I feel that you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like 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 the like us being snowflakes and and and, and the fingerprint and the DNA. Like like we're all individuals on this earth able to do as we please so you know what i'm saying just this this idea of normalcy is just it's asinine mm-hmm. um, i was having a conversation with a friend mm-hmm. um a couple of days ago and we were just talking about normalcy and they're just talking about how they like they they try their hardest not to fit in with what's normal mm-hmm. because normalcy is just like like what 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 is that who who decided that mm-hmm. me waking up in the morning and going to work yeah. Is what's gonna be normal for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or me waking up in the morning and doing this as a, a reading a book. Yeah. Or me waking up in the morning and wanting to see the sun sunrise. Why is the sunrise so beautiful? Who made that? You know what I'm saying? Well the sunrise is beautiful because it's beautiful. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like like why is that like what's what's normal? And mm-hmm. and when people do things that are normal, is it is it is it bad that people may hate the sunrise? You know what I'm saying? Why is that not a normal thing? You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, and it's once again it's just me. I guess playing on my satirical side or um, I, I, I don't ever want to be a de- devil's advocate because, you know what I'm saying, he does a good job for himself. Um, But yeah, you know what I'm saying, like the, just the whole idea of, of, of what normal is, why be normal. Um, yeah. And in you being normal, like who are you, who are you really doing it for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yourself, nine times out of ten, don't want to be normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just... Yeah, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm rambling, man. No, no. I think you're doing. I think you. I think you are still in the pocket, though, and you're in the pocket because I think the conversation I really wanted to have with you was one of speaking to these particular uh, labels and things, and a label in particular that I think um, outside. I think outside looking in, people would label us both as is black men, mm-hmm. and. Um, I truly feel like I truly feel like that could be an insult. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, those are black men over there. Black the black men. The black men. Um but I I, tr- I think it's uh I truly feel like, you know, we have our own version of everything. Yeah. There's a black everything. Yeah. And when it comes to even the the black definition of man mm-hmm. and what men and what men should be and mm-hmm. how, how men should report themselves. We, I feel like we still have a special situation even with that. Yeah. Because even, cause I, I best, the best example, the best example I could give y'all 
to illustrate this. And I and I would love if anybody would, would comment, DM me, let me know if I'm if you did not go through this. Just just so I can get the data. And that is, have you ever seen been in a space, a team space, or a mixed space of black people and white people, and have seen a white dude touch a, another white dude's ass or <laughs> punch his dick or anything in that situation? And then all the black people on the other side were like, "Man, they be on some gay shit around here. I don't know what the fuck going on." This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. So even that right there to me, because I think that obviously white patriarchal. I, you know, ideology and shit is one thing on what what benefits white men the most. But I think we still have our ways of we live in society where we may kind of take certain things from that, and but we build upon it to make it black. Um, and I think that's the, what I really would like to kind of you know chop it up with you about because I think nowadays, just like you spoke to the revolutionary fucking. Um, possibility that the electoral college is to go away and all these other things. I think there are a lot of breaking of certain trends. There's a lot of uh, trying their best to lean into nostalgia and be like, no, nah, we need to go back and be like this. <laughs> we need to be more like that. We can, we can why, improve why, on the, why? we can, we can improve on the thing, that type of shit. So I would love to talk to you and have a conversation <laughs> with you about the, the crazy ass, you know, juxtaposition of, these kind of quote unquote traditional black men versus this more, I guess, modern progressive black man that seeming are seemingly coming up and becoming seeming like a more evolved version of their predecessors or whatever you feel about that. Cause I may be uh, projecting nevertheless, that's what I want to chop it up with you about. And um, that's what I would love to uh, start with. So when you think about, your grand, you know, people in your grandfather's generation, your mm-hmm. father's generation, all these different things, and e- even people now who still uphold a lot of, who believe in a lot of tradition. What would you say is the traditional definition of what a man should be, or is 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 quote unquote definitions of man? Do you even believe in that as a as an aspect? I guess mm. that's a real interesting question. Um, yeah. for me especially because, like, the only not the only I have plenty of examples of of manhood or adult men, you know what I'm saying, black men in my life. Um, my dad was in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we didn't live together most of my life, but he was, you know what I'm saying, I was always able to pick up the phone and call him um, if I needed something. He was always, yeah. you know what I'm saying, do what he was going to do. Um, but I didn't have any uncles mm. on my mom's side or my dad's side. Damn. Um, I don't have no first cousins. Damn. Um, I don't have like no second cousin. Um, so your parents were only children? No, they they both had sisters. They both had one sister. Mm. Um, and neither of them had kids. Damn. Crazy, bro. It's That's why. Small family. Um, and then my mom's dad died when she was a kid. So, so she I never knew him. Never knew him. Um, but and my dad's dad, him and his dad was at odds till the day he died. Damn. So never knew him. You know what I'm saying? So when it come to manhood, it was like coaches you know what I'm saying and your youth athletes you know I mean your youth coaches um they are great coaches but nine times out of ten to make the niggas you want to be <laughs> <laughs> you know that is so like, real you know boy I done had some amazing like phenomenal coaches but yeah just, but when you look back in high say it'd be like bro 
you you remember how you was talking to me when I was like ten years old, bro. bro. You know what I'm saying? I, the the worst insult I ever heard. And shout out to my boy because he is locked up right now for the goofiest shit ever. And <laughs> free until he free. It don't matter. And because it, it, it really was just a fucked up situation. I think the justice system should make sense of it. Shout out to my boy Robert Goff, who is currently in um, free in that jail. Man. Free that man. This man literally several years ago for Christmas. Was in Clarksville, Tennessee, just trying to fucking buy a little Christmas weed. Free that man. And that is a quote. Quote, buy a little Christmas weed. He said this to the judge. <laughs> even, in, even, even in his probably most despairing moment of his life, he still was himself. And I truly love him, appreciate him for that. I went to high school with him in Jackson, Tennessee. And I, I can't wait for you to get out, bro, because I'm definitely going to buy you a little Christmas weed. Mm. All right? Uh, but don't, don't implicate. But no, 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 no. I'm gonna buy it in Chicago where it's a where it's very legal. All right, cool, 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 cool. And um, when he when when it's right, because if it's not right when he first gets out, Amen. trust and believe. Amen. I'll be his accountability. Partner. You follow the law, officer. Yes. <laughs> Nevertheless, that's interesting, bro. Yeah. So, would you say that? Um, because you would you say that? you had a sense of that at an early age like y'all are dope at what y'all do for me in this capacity but y'all as people may not be the, the best individuals yeah bro like I saw man for like who they was when I was a jit like, yeah. like a real kid um cause I also my mom was a, was a real nigga you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. my mom um a lot of people be like how they mom would, would if they ever bucked their mom their mom may buck back um their mom like was like Four, five, six. You know what I'm saying? Talk about their mom's bed. My, my mom is six feet tall. Ooh. So you know what I'm saying? I, I never thought about it. You know what I'm saying? So what, what she said was was law. Like mm-hmm. I, I I played baseball in college, like off the strength. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And my mom taught me how to throw a baseball. Yeah. Taught me how to hit a baseball. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like when it comes to that stuff. Mm. Now, my dad taught me how to play soccer. So you know what I'm saying? I'm giving this credit too. But. Like my mom when it came to like them, but like she was really out there with the mitt, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Catching, throwing it across the field, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And and even after the game, like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll never forget. Like she would talk like other moms would tell her like I can't believe you be out there throwing the ball with, with your kids now. Like, and you really know how to catch. We th- I mean throwing that thing. And she, you know what I'm saying? Like just, you know like and they're like oh, we can't believe that you really be out there. Da, da, da. I'm like yeah, these are kids, you know. So like I just, I just grew up with a different sense of like. Protector and provider, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So, yeah, like manhood was always manhood, you know, be macho, machine, you know. Yeah. But what was it really? Because yeah. a lot of the men was 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 running from stuff, and you yeah. could just tell, you know. So it's just a lot of women I encountered though was they was realer than a lot of men. Solid, you know, solid, solid, solid. That's I mean, on Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. literally. If you read the story for real, bro. Like, if you really read the story, like, he keeps saying, like, all his disciples, all his best friends betrayed him. The only people that for real stuck with him was his women disciples and his mom. Mm-hmm. Even he, he, bro, foretold it and everything. All of the, the gospels, like, if you really read it, ain't no pastor gonna preach it. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Probably a nigga up there talking. Yeah. But if, if you really read it that, for that, yourself. That, that, that brings down the, the quality of man. That brings down the quality of respect to me. Really read it for bro. Most of us, we we follow the story of somebody who betrayed Jesus while he was on the cross, and we follow in his world every day. Mm-hmm. We can't do this because not Jesus said it, but because 
the dude that was when there when Jesus was getting crucified acted like he didn't know who the dude was. Mm-hmm. He's he the one that really, you know what I'm saying? So it's just Nisa's men. Yeah. So like, if if I really look at history, like I had to, when I wanted to learn what a man was, like I had to to research. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like men throughout time, like bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I, I guess I, I my my definition of manhood isn't definitive. Yeah. If you will, um, yeah. because historically men are dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're loving when they want to be, um, compassionate when they want to be, protectors when they want to be, but above all, they all have the tendency to be violent and dangerous. Damn. You know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, dang, like, is, is that a part of the man that I am? And when I see that, I try to confront it, I try to change it, but it's just like, damn, is that intrinsically a part of being a man? Because mm. everybody don't know a man that love. Yeah. Everybody know a nigga that can turn up. Damn. Ooh wee. We are twenty six uh, minutes in, and I am already pretty pretty good about what I feel about this conversation. But you said it. That's deep as fuck. Golly, I think it's it's interesting to me when I think about uh, how I grew up. It was a situation of you know. Single mom and my sister. Mm-hmm. And my family, I think my family is pseudo, I don't think it's small at all. Um, but there's not a lot of men in the family. Mm-hmm. We're talking about me, my mm-hmm. uncles, mm-hmm. Um, and, and a few boy cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because truly, truly, truly. Everybody in my family who is of a certain age more than likely has children. If they mm-hmm. have children, more than likely they are women. Mm. And that is it. They have girls. Everybody has girls. That's why all that, that's why uh Why more, you got a blessed family, bro? Everybody they they, they birthing gods. Like, yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and they need to keep their last name. Yeah. The Harrises. Yeah, they need to. And that's some amazing. We talking name. about keep their last name. We're talking about Literally, everybody has girls. And and so, examples... And obviously, I had uh, obviously I had an absent father. Mm-hmm. He was... Uh, what's crazy is... Why do you say obviously? Um, because I said I had a single mom. But that don't mean father was absent. Single oh, mom means raised in the house. With just my mom. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But truly... He was. Okay, no, I... I, I no, 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 no. Obviously. No, I got you. No, I, you, you're right. You're right. I, I appreciate that. But he, um, he, uh, it was interesting because even when it comes to me seeing him more, I didn't really see him more in my life until another one was involved with him mm. because she took responsibility. Yeah, Ooh, boy, that's what I'm talking about. We talking about but they be the real ones, boy. They be the real ones. Like you ain't taking care of your kids. And you know what? You know what? The the most almost whimsical mm-hmm. aspects of that in life. Tell me why my mother's name still to this day is Monica Harris. Mm-hmm. That woman's name is Thelma Harris, and there was no relation. Mm. Ain't that crazy? Mm. They from the same town, went to the same school, graduated in the same class and everything. Mm. And he literally married a woman who uh, was just solid as hell. She already had two children at a very early age who were already well, like, definitely, you wow, know. that's crazy. That's a, that sounds exactly like my dad. And then, and then, and then had a, another son. 
know what I'm saying, in their 30s. And they didn't have another kid. And um, I met Pops. And married, and Pops married and everything. She was, she uh, still to this day is an educator. She was a math teacher, teaching algebra for so long. And um, she eventually uh, went back to school to become a principal. And I really I feel like right around that time is when we fell off in communication because uh, my Pops did what? Broke up. Broke up. Bro, that's the bullshit, bro. They don't even be realizing and, that, bro. And what's crazy is they broke up after what? My little brother was born. Mm. And not directly after. I didn't learn that I even had a little brother on my dad's side until I was, uh, I want to say, until my brother was four years old. Wow. I didn't know he Why existed they until they he was four that, years old. Bro, they just, they'll, they'll keep it. And what's so it's crazy to me that like, even when it comes to my examples and definitions and 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 just all those different things, you you had I have that working for me, and then um, in therapy I had this. Uh, in therapy, I remember speaking to and my my therapist thought it was a real interesting, uh, I guess antidote or piece of awareness that I told him about my perspective on life. They do Zoom. Um, yeah, they do Zoom. All right, yeah, send me that information. <laughs> Y'all gonna see if he's still taking clients for sure. At this that point, gonna take me yeah, but he, um, uh, he's great. He's great too. And, um, but one thing he said was, one thing I said to him was, um, I noticed myself at a very early age, not really respecting me and not in the sense of where I wanted to disrespect him. I seen them as small, but it's in more of a sense, more in the sense of authority. A, I question authority and I didn't admire. I, I feel like I had the capability of admiring men to the respect of what I felt other people my age were doing, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like them being fearful, them being, you know, having this kind of negative reinforcement of feeling like, well, this man, he really can do something to me. He can really get him, get me in trouble. I can really, whatever. None of that ever was a thing for me. And I've always had a, a pretty, you know, expressive, you know, sense of being. So I've always been challenging my whole life. I've always came in with that energy of like, oh, okay, I guess, I mean, but can you tell me this? Or can you blah, 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 mm. even as a child. And that shit used to break their ass down. Mm -hmm. And mm. and I always thought that was interesting. But I, that's where I feel like in retrospect, that's what I learned about myself. And I was speaking to that, so it was like, it's so interesting that people that I feel like I've quite often and throughout my life have been complimented about the type of man that I am complimented because I'm and I'm fitting in all areas and circles women who are extremely um modern age and are down with every taboo eccentric as hell doing what what believe in whatever they believe in I can come into those spaces and it's a vibe women who are the most quote-unquote bourgeoisie went to you know what I'm saying it's from Fucking PG Maryland and went to mm -hmm. and went to Bowie State and mm -hmm. parents on the damn board and some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't never ain't Jack never, and Jill. Ain't never Jack and Jill. Ain't never seen a ceiling her whole life because them shit's always been vaulted. So mm -hmm. she didn't know ceilings was made flat. <laughs> you feel me? And <laughs> and I can come into those spaces and it's a vibe. Yeah. And so I feel like for me it was like damn it's interesting how so many how that's where my value lies for so many people outside myself. And um, and I truly think the definition of man for me was just really sitting there taking in that I don't relate to a lot of these niggas, mm -mm. and no. I don't know why. And I'm 
uh, honestly, that's, accident, the, that's the one right there. Accidentally, I feel like I ac- I'm accidentally getting more insight within that because I'm not seeking for that answer because I'm not compelled with being trapped by this narrow thing that you can find in a book, this narrow thing that people can tweet, this narrow thing that because I'm not trying, I'm I'm never been that, and I think. What's crazy is I always, I think at first I used to reject the sense of me realizing that I had different, I don't know, qualities or, uh, or, or approaches or outlooks to life until, until it just kept showing itself up. It was like, I'm not even feeling like I'm putting the intention out to be here and I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting the intention out to create this reaction out of people and this is what I'm still doing. Some of this shit got to be just innate then. Fuck mm-hmm. it. And so I leaned into it. What would you say is different about young men of of today? Born, you can think of it at any time. I feel like it can range from any age because people can evolve and at any point in time. But for men of today and some of the nuances that are very different um, in comparison to men of the past, because I think it was more than likely good examples everywhere. Great men in every generation, for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the things of now, the definition of, I guess, a modern man, that you feel like is a... Uh, how would you define that? There's nothing new under the sun. Yep. So it's... It's not new. Um. Yeah, there's, there's nothing new about it. It's just contemporary. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Um, me and they, they 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 have the same tendencies, um, like the same tendencies as, as men in the past. They may just date a little more closer within their their age range, <laughs> um, but that's they're same. You know what I'm saying? That their, their same tendencies apply. Um, wow. What's well, like? Cause I'm I'm really like I, I really enjoy like. I'm not a historian mm-hmm. or anything like that, but you don't get a, a religion degree without reading old books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or reading about old people. So, like, when you even read about them, they be like, man, they were doing the same stuff that that we do now and think is slick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we be watching Power and we be watching all types of things. And it's not to say that those shows aren't good, but it'd be like, man, this real life was really spicier than this for generations before us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like... Like, for real, like, we're talking about, like, people exploring with sexuality now, like, that's nothing to the group. Like, right now, the Greeks will, will, will walk through, through 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 modern time now and be like, we're Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. We're behind them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they, they express themselves with who they felt expressing themselves with. Mm. And that's, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Don't believe me. You know what I'm saying? Google Go read it. Yourself, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, it's... It's, it's wild to think that we're modern mm-hmm. because we got a, a phone in our hand. Yeah. And it's not to say that that's the only thing that makes us modern or because we can put meat in the f- fridge and keep it for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we think we're we're such cool people. Um, But we're really moving backwards every single day. Everything that they did, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was to innovate. To, to and Right now, everything we're doing now is to convenience. Mm. And... I think men are moving backwards, if you will. But I don't even want to say backwards because, bro, men need to be like abolished. Mm. Yeah, bro. Like elaborate on that, man. Like, how do you? Like, 
you can't abolish and you you can't elaborate on abolishment like it's the the way it is like we can't be abolished obviously because mm-hmm. women are they they can't reproduce asexually but if they could earth might be a bit safer mm. or if they had more say so in there if if women could reproduce like kangaroos mm. no how, how kangaroos how, 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 kangaroos have three vaginas damn didn't know that and they choose the sex of their child while it's in the womb. Damn. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild as hell. That's wild. I never knew that. Yeah. So, you would say that they have more control because of those aspects? Not even because of those aspects. They have more control. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's just, if, if you had the, the ability to choose your child, that's control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not because of any aspect. Like, that's a, a control mechanism. Because yeah. with humans, you know what I'm saying? The male doesn't choose, but the, you know what I'm saying? The sperm is determined that I'm not a biologist or anything like that, but that's what I remember. You know what I'm saying? In that biology 101 class a few years ago. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just, just imagine, or if you were like seahorses. Yeah. And women the men, just, the, yeah, the men, you know the men, what I'm saying? The men carry their children. Yeah, popping babies off of niggas and pulling off. Yeah. What if women could do that? Mm hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. You know I like saying? that though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I mean, you know, you come get your baby. You know, it's interesting because I'm really into, uh, I'm really into mythology mm-hmm. and um, and fantasy. I think fantasy overall, um, in terms of literature. But um, I always thought it was interesting how when they speak to the stories, and these are a lot of these are white men creating these stories mm-hmm. about the... Uh, stealing these stories. Stealing these stories about the aspects of some... It may, if it's some mythical uh, setting, mm-hmm. there's always this aspect of where the magical creatures had some con- conflict with man. Yeah. And either... Well, them hoes had to be bad back in the day if God was coming down and was like, bro... I'm finna risk it all for this mortal right now. You but, know but, you know, but you know, you know what I think it, you know what I, <laughs> I you know what I always you know I always thought that was though, cause cause within Greek mythology, that's one of the most common things about Greek mythology, hence why so many demigods were produced. Yeah, because they was bro. fucking so many people. They you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Zeus man. Zeus was notorious for for changing his form. This motherfucker would become a satyr to a fucking deer. That he even, it's even written that he even took, he even became the form of a golden shower just to rain down manna onto his particular woman. And that was how he had sex with her. And hey, just, how, it, did, how did Mary get pregnant? Immaculate conception. It, that's what, so that's what's it. How does the story it. go? Um, what, how, how the story go? You, have, you, have, you know, you know it better than me. Man, I remember they said something like, Spirit of the Lord came to her and said, you about to have a baby. She was like, but I haven't had a child. And the Holy Spirit was like, or the Chila, I haven't had sex. And the Holy Spirit was in the way, like, not yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Gave her a child. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, even when you when you think about them stories, it'd be like, did she ever say so? Like, if you really think about how Jesus was conceived, like, did Mary give consent? Mmm. Damn. <laughs> That is something. <laughs> Read the story. I mean, we can look it up, bro. We can look yeah, it up. But when? Damn. That shit just funny. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. So. 
So she said, Jesus, I'm not not even Jesus. She said, God, how can that be? Or then the Holy Spirit will come upon you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was just, it was weird, bro. And the people back then, they wasn't believing it. Imagine now telling, imagine your girl coming home. Yeah. And being like, baby, I love you to death. I know you love me. I know you trust me. Yeah. But last night while I was asleep, the Spirit came upon me and told me that I was about to have a baby. He like, nah, we, we haven't had sex, nothing like that. What you mean? Um, she like, no, 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 no. It's 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 immaculate. <laughs> you gonna trust the spirit? She and then, then after she like, I want you to pray with me. And she started praying in tongues and everything like that. Are you really gonna believe that? Mm. So imagine how they was back then. Oh no, I know they they set that shit up. What the fuck? What you mean? And then he was still born, and then still lived in that community where. That that they still kept that story up. Like, no, she never had sex before I was born. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like really like think about how culturally that was. Like, it was a dude really in the community that was healing people and doing all types of crazy stuff and telling people that, yeah, my mom never had sex before I was born. Mm-hmm. And everybody just had to believe it. Yeah. And that yeah. was the only man. You know what I'm saying? And they killed. Him. You know what I'm saying? The only dude like that that they they, lived, they killed him, bro. A couple of years later, 30, 30 years later, they killed him. Mm. Men did. You know what I'm saying? Man. And you know it's it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because I love I love when you took this though because you're 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 adding into something already very in-depth conceptual situation I feel like I was already tipping on. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that I've come into realization within this year and uh, have spoken to to my therapist, to, to friends and shit, one thing my uh, my good friend, Benny Roosevelt, had hit that me up. That guy's a said, legend, bro. Oh, yes. That guy's a legend. Born, born to be one. And his story... Cheer. Pip, pip, cheerio. To, to Benny Rose. I'll I, I take a little bit of that. Oh, um, yeah, man. You see what this is? Notorious pink Grenache. On, oh, that's cool. Come on, man. Imagine when I pull this one out. <laughs> so yeah, his story is amazing too, and because he 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 he's his father's Nigerian. Okay. His father's not only Nigerian, but he's Hausa. His father's not only Hausa, but he comes from his 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 family name is Malintarki. Okay. Which stands for the bringer of light. Wow. Which that is a moniker that was given to his grandfather because he brought light to he brought electricity to the village. Mm. And then there on he had four wives and forty children. Four what? Mm-hmm. Forty, huh? Yeah. And his father is now the quote unquote patriarch of the family, not by way of anything other than him being the oldest living child. Yeah. Just by birthright. He has to take care of everyone. So what can you imagine from the child who has a Because uh, thirty nine, some, some someone, someone who, someone family who, family to take care of. The son of him, son of my my boy's father, then gets the name because he's. I'm 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 learning. I've learned this over the years. Pop's got a lot of kids too. Of Pop's unmarried. He has this very pseudo traditional Nigerian man life because he came to America and did his fucking thing with the fam. You. Became an engineer, and he was like, "Fuck that, getting married, shit." 
after he had his kids, he was pretty much done. Bro, with why life. would you get married? Just think about what marriage really is. We can talk about that later, but bro, like marriage is really slavery. Mm. Like if you really think about, even like in the Ten Commandments, like bro, marriage is slavery. Um, but I won't harp on that. Go ahead. No, so my boy says this to me. You you ever find it interesting how men are um, spoken to by ways of what they do? Mm. It's not about who they are. It's about what they do. Mm-hmm. They are providers. They, they they provide. They do this. They protect. They're supposed to be. They they're this great man because they accomplish this particular thing, this mm-hmm. particular feat. That's what makes them better or less than another individual. While you find that everyone else. <laughs> Are, uh, women are defined by who they are. Are you this? Are you that? But I think they also define women by what they do because does she do this? Does she do that? Yes. You know? Yes. And, um, but I, I think that the, the concept was one of your value isn't, you have no value if you're not providing something into the space, if you're not some sort of utility. And... And I think and that's from a standpoint that's truly to me, I feel like to be only a a, a byproduct of quote unquote white patriarchy in, the, in terms of perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're bound to that if you're if you're this. Yeah, I mean that's what last names were. Yeah, blacksmith. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like people was named after their profession. So I definitely agree. Like that's white patriarchy. Um, but that goes back to like how the conversation started. Almost like. Why, who told us he's supposed to work? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Why did that even become our name? Like, yeah. My middle name is Wayne. One of my middle names is Wayne. And that literally means wagon maker. Mm. Like that name somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like that's literally, it's an English name that means wagon maker. So if you mm-hmm. knew somebody named Wayne, it's probably, you know what I'm saying? Etymology probably comes because they couldn't read or stuff like that. So you copied by what they did. You needed somebody that made wagons. That was the Wayne of the town. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, I'm, I, I could be rambling on something that's made up or it could have some truth to it um but yeah bro we we, we always define by by what we you right by what we do yeah um our profession and it is wild that we don't make up our own names yeah like who said who said like i guess the family ain't paid but that's bro that's so dang patriarchal you know what i'm saying even if you chase jesus back like he 42 generations to the house of david and it's just like all you're tracing it through is men, and you have no idea if they was really their kids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if we're just being honest. Um, like, yeah. Like, it, 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 it's crazy just how all, how all of this has us so boggled. Mm. Because it's, it's bro, like, if, if we freed ourselves from patriarchy for real, just imagine. But imagine how free you could be for real. Free. Like for real, for real, like for real, for real. And and you know that's what it comforts me. And you can tell me what you think about this because maybe I'm too, uh, maybe my kufi was on a little too tight this day. But I, I truly feel like tipping on what I said earlier in in in, in, in the episode of just speaking to. This was a perspective of you guys are uncivilized and you are savages because you aren't living in opulence. Mm-hmm. You're not striving to have these structures that essentially present your dick to the public. Like, look how big my shit is. You feel me? Compared to this. 
Look how strong it is. Look how you can't move it. Look how it's just truly immobile and grand and you can't help but quote-unquote respect it. It's like the, the people that wear the Gucci belts and the Ferragamo belts yeah. but drive the Corolla. Yeah. And we talk about them, we be like, billionaires don't dress up, blah, 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 blah. But, but white people, they love, bro, they love penis. Mm-hmm. Like, they love it. Like, mm-hmm. they, they they love it more than, it's wild. Like, how much, like, they they genuinely, like, love it. Mm-hmm. And that's as a whole, like, not gender-specific, like, literally, like, culturally, like, they are obsessed with phallics. But isn't that damn near diametrically stupid yeah. and lazy when you think about just the creation of life? Bro, I, when you think about like we come through, blood some, did not reveal that to you, my brother. That's bro, you you vibing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like through, we 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 have to be at this this point. We have to be this weapon. We have to be this thing to be inserted. While I want y'all to understand some some a very simple analogy. A plug is only a plug until you put it into some power. And watts. You know what I'm saying? So how how what how can we sit here and say that the more powerful thing is the thing that can be quote unquote wielded, I guess, and not literally sitting there bearing the the necessities to literally create life. Man, it's a different. It's a different. This is a different. This is a different. You know, this is a different. <laughs> for, for lack of better terms, a different piece of hardware we fucking with. How, how, how much longer do you think the earth would have lasted if women were in control? Mm. If at all. if Because if, who's to say? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I might be giving them too much credit. Um, yeah. But, you know, I don't, I don't think I am. But I don't think so either. Like, men have really, like, we really ran... An entire planet into the not even the ground, like into oblivion. Yeah. Like our great great grandkids like will not exist. Yeah. Almost like if we're thinking like realistically, like great 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 grandkids like definitely will be like some type of afterthought in universal history, mm-hmm. if you will, because of what our forefathers did. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, genuinely, like, yeah. before they, like, yeah. they, they was living well. But think about the time. What's interesting to me is the, I don't know. I think what inter- what's interesting to me is the contradictions that the world presents. Yeah. Or the, uh, the very interesting tr- truths that they lean into. There's this concerted consensus within science, I guess, as of now, to my knowledge. Please let me know if, if, the word out is different because you know Pluto. Pluto used to be. I was about to say Pluto, Pluto used to be a planet. Goddamn, yeah. we know that shit can change. But there is this. Well, how the fuck you declassify a planet? Excuse my language. No, you're right. You're right. I, if I was if I was Pluto, I'd be pissed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what's crazy is there's this agreement that the first being was female. There's this assumption that. Black women possess the DNA makeup to create every other variation of humans. Yeah. And so you have these connected things. 
you know, of also oh, more than likely the first quote unquote being to set on what you feel that's idea of what you could feel like is a definable earth walking around, walking and doing whatever was black and a woman. And at least in the, in the sense of what we deem to be our defined version of that, because I think that's something that we don't even realize we may, we, we haven't even allowed ourselves to scratch the surface and on. Then the nigger showed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I think that that's the, that part. And I think to me, it's like, it's crazy to think about just the, uh, how that, how that is asinine to think about. Nah, niggas, nah. We came from monkeys like a motherfucker and we did this, we did that. And it's like, damn. Nah, I don't believe you came from monkeys. As cool as they may be. I'm not particularly sure how it came about. I definitely yes. don't believe in Adam and Eve story simply because. It comes after a story where man and woman was created at the same time. Um, I acknowledge the story's purpose, um, which is to literally instill patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first story in the Bible where man is in control. Yeah. And that's the second chapter. But if you read the first chapter, like... It and, says, it me- and it immediately c- <laughs> commits to pointing blame. You know what I'm saying? So it's... And just pointing blame disastrously. Like, dude didn't even stand up for his chick at all. Like... To God. Was, like, to... Like, God already knew. Bro. So some, you know what I'm saying? Some guy may argue the man was being honest and integral. God already knew, so he knew not to lie to God. Blah, 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 blah. And albeit a sensible argument. Come on, bro. That's you goofy. know what I'm saying? That's goofy. You know what I'm saying, bro? God pull up. What's going on? You ain't gonna make up nothing for your, for, for your lady. You know what I'm saying? But just, man, bro. And... To, but but history is showing like bro men have the tendency of not doing that like a mm-hmm. dude is not finna sit in jail for his for his girl yeah like they may there may be some stories don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but time after time we hear more women getting into trouble for their dudes opposed to dudes being ride or die for their women mm-hmm. that ride or die relationship is usually a woman committing herself to some yes asinine coonery yeah. for uh, unless, a young man unless you papoose. Hey, <laughs> Hey, you see, hey, it's working out for him. It is. Hey, it's, it's him, so. But you see, he it's the other way around. That's, so, that's what's funny. Way, but but you know, no, I, I feel that. I feel that. So it's just, you know, man, it's, 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 it's weird, bro. I always look at, at me, and I'm a man, and I acknowledge that the same critiques I have of other men, I got to have. It's some. You know what I'm saying? Sure. If I shoot 100 darts at the, at, at the tendency that I do, I got to hit. 10, 20, maybe, maybe 30. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, that I'm going to portray. And, and it's my job. It ain't nobody, it ain't no woman job to teach me. It ain't no woman job to, to do nothing to help me understand those inconsistencies in my character. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's my job. Yep. Um Keep talking. I, I think that that, what, you know what? It's trippy to me from a standpoint of, you know, power, all that. I remember I wrote something uh, for my women's studies class in school and a very enlightening class. I'm so glad I took it because for me, what it gave me was a true vision on what my paradigm shift could be. Mm. Like, what can you now accept into your sense of being? And what will you allow yourself to continuously 
reject. Hmm. Quite, uh, I would have to, you know, put the the warning of that is a. I believe I am a person who loves to learn. So when it's something that truly intrigues me, I'm already, I'm now ten steps into. That's it. real. So. This isn't a, a one size fits all. This is not a cure all. I'm not telling everybody to go get into a women's studies class to believe what I believe. Please don't. What I'm saying is, within that class, I had wrote a paper. Mm-hmm. I hate papers, but go ahead. And you can actually um, read the paper. And um, I would love to. I, uh, I think at academia. Academia.com, but I, I think I actually still got a copy of it so I can send it to you. But yeah, please do. One of, one of the best papers I feel like I ever wrote because I really... You cared some, about it. I cared about what it was because it was something that I truly didn't understand. Mm. And I named that, I named that essay... Did you teach her a woman? Yes. Mm. Um, Black and I'm, woman? Yeah. And what was crazy was... The first, the first paper we wrote during midterms had to connect with that second. My first paper, I literally, it's like the universe had to teach me a lesson. I literally paid somebody else to write it. They picked the topic for me, and I just turned that bitch in. And what happened was she read that shit to Phil, marked that shit all up, all that. And I'm thinking that shit was solid. I say about third wave feminism. She said, this lacks so much of this and that. I want. I am okay if you change topics, but if you write this again, write on this topic again, I need you to, to come different. To write the paper. <laughs> and I came different. That's real. I like this Black Lana um, logo. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Black Lana. Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Kiss You. Um, I truly feel like uh, it was called the power of gender. And what I was speaking to, a lot of the examples and anecdotes that I included within this essay was speaking to um, something that I guess probably what really drove the emotionality of this paper home. And I was speaking to transgender identifying people committing suicide at an early age. And speaking to the nuances of why that was in my central thesis was that the society that we live in has essentially perpetuated to um, stifles, stifle a person's identity for the matter of control. If people are too free, you cannot control them. You cannot, if they, if they know that if they are malleable, mutable, and truly believe in their beings to the fullest extent of their abilities, it's very hard for you to try to tell this person that they are less than another. Mm. If that's not even a concept that they've come into. And so for me, that was what I felt. I felt like, what is the reason? It's like, we didn't allow ourselves to go deep with this concept. So it's kind of this, the matter of we're, we're, keeps, we're, we're stifling individuals on expression. So we're not even allowed to expand our minds and expand ourselves past that point. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, just like so many things, we've only scratched the surface of it. Yeah. Man, that, that made me think how, how committed are we to our idea or image of manhood or manliness yes you know what I'm saying yes like how committed are we to, to being strong all the time yeah providers even though 
most most cases, not most cases, because I don't know most cases, but a lot of cases that I've seen, even in affluent um, scenarios, fathers aren't really providers. They mm-hmm. can be breadwinners, maybe, um, mm-hmm. but they aren't providers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I also have seen some amazing fathers, so don't let this come off it like it's just a man bashing session, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, call a spade a, a spade if you're going to cut it. Um, so, yeah. How, how committed are we to that? We watch like Ving Rains. Mm. Like a dude not gonna run up to Ving Rains and call him Holiday Heart. <laughs> They're not. They go they gonna call his ass Melvin. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um but who else could have played that role and you know what I'm saying? Like because it wasn't uh I I don't see that role as a satirical role, but the, you know what I'm saying I'm not I don't I don't know what that role was. Um like how to how to I don't remember the movie enough to, to mm. know how Holiday Heart identified. Um, but I know it was Ving Rhames playing it. Um, but Ving Rhames was also a Juilliard, Juilliard um, trained actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's equipped to do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just just back to that. Like, dang, like, we got to be strong. Yeah. We want to be strong. We, yeah. We, we can't cry. We can't cry. You're not supposed to cry. You, you, you're supposed to to sow your seed across the land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Purpose is to procreate. Purpose is to produce. Purpose is to hold the quote-unquote life source. And we can't man. produce nothing. And we can't produce nothing. Can't and, produce. And, 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 and more than that, more than that, how much of, how much of, <laughs> how much of this is literally holding back on human fucking development? Oh, you can't you can't do something that's naturally happening within you. But that's that's purposeful, bro. That's purposeful. If women learned how to have like women are learning to love each other, not learn to love each other because they've been loving each other. Um, but they're loving each other and having families now, like at an unprecedented unprecedented rate. Um, and they're loving families, like they're raising phenomenal children. Mm-hmm. So if they ever found a way to have children. Without men, like just imagine, like the, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's not once again. It's not to say that men. And I hate having. So I'm not gonna preface these statements with that anymore because if men know, you know what I'm saying? A, a real man understands what I'm saying. Yes. Truthfully. Yes. Um. So, yeah, bro. It's 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 crazy. Like it's we can go back and forth about the different ideas, images that we've seen, and the different models we want to be. But it's like genuinely like how detrimental are even those images to the advancement of humanity? Like how much mm. of you wanting to be a loving husband to your wife, like how dangerous is that idea? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because just of all the implications of, of being married, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like how, you know, like if marriage is, 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 a, is a whole nother slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, because now it's different than what it was. Yeah. But if the institution was something, no matter what you call it, it, it unless you, you know what I'm saying, eradicate it, it's still the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it is it is what it is, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Um, but it's up to us. It's, it's literally up to us. Nobody else going to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, literally nobody else going to do it. And it's nobody's nobody's job to do it because when other people try to do it we tell them don't thank you 
like we're we're okay being conquerors. Like mm-hmm. when is when has that been? Or why is that okay mm. to brag about? Like I took something from you. Yes, and I was able to take it. And, and, I, and you can't do nothing about it. Regardless of who allowed me to, like it was okay mm-hmm. that I took from you. Mm-hmm. But thou shalt not steal mm-hmm. my stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, um, I got I got I got infrastructure set up. Yeah, I can make it work for you. Yeah, make your life worse for you. Heck yeah! But then again, men are very—I've I've encountered some very loving men, caring men, compassionate men, um, wise men. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do. You know, I, I don't even know. It's—it's—it's the—it's it's, a—it's a whole conundrum of possibility. Mm-hmm. It's how you shake it up. Yeah, how, how how it presents. But but how cool are we with with, with what's shaking up? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we we just take that as the excuse and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I, and I think for me, something I said on fucking Clubhouse, which is such a funny funny app, um, <laughs> for so many so many reasons, and I think it'd be good for a lot of people. But I think it's probably fucking up a lot of people's lives right now too. <laughs> With the mess that is uh, occurring on that app. But one smart thing that I feel like I said was something in the realm of people were speaking to um, our mental health and breaking certain cycles with amongst men in relation to heterosexual relationships, I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, it was one of, okay... But he was like, yeah, but you know, it's real hard. You know, it's going to be hard. It was just a lot of that language. Hmm. It's going to be hard to do it. It's going to be hard to shift that. It's going to be whatever, whatever, whatever. And I remember I jumped in and I said this. I was like, y'all, how about, I get it. A lot of shit hasn't been, quote unquote, seen or recorded to be, to be done or whatever, what have you. But why are we consistently creating mountains instead of roads? Mm-hmm. This mountain, uh, yeah. this mountain that we on. We don't know what the fuck is on the side because we can't see on yeah. the other side. And all we're doing is staying in the same geolocation, mm-hmm. going up, going up. And the, and I say up specifically because who cares about the direction that you're in? It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. People are higher. People are a little more comfortable than others. But we are on a fucking mountain trying to exchange for stress and energy. But we're all on a fucking mountain going up. People are going to die. People are going to give life. And they're going to keep, they're going to just essentially add to going up this fucking mountain. Instead of seeing ways to solutions as roads. With these roads that you can see, you can see what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. It's a straight way. It looks curvy. It, it looks, makes it too possible, bro. It, it, it makes it. It makes it too possible. It bro. makes it too possible. To, to, to say... All right, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Means you gotta do it. Yes. But to present the the impossibilities or the the hurdles and obstacles that it hypothetically may take, because oftentimes, you know, what I'm saying it ain't it ain't that hard to be a good person. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying because the ask isn't for men to to do nothing outside of stop being violent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And dudes make it an excuse. Like how how is it hard to stop doing it? Um, if other men were other men to each other, the way other men are men to the people who they see 
who they expect to submit to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they 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 already would, ex- you know what I'm saying, receive it as disrespect. That's why men are supposed to speak to each other as men. And men carry, you know what I'm saying, when you're in the company of men, you know, it's just all of these cliches yeah. of, of around understanding. You know what I'm saying? I even threw one out earlier. Um, and it's, it's just, it's funny. Because all of this is, it's impossible, bro. Yeah. But, man, the, the, the road, like you just said, the, the road is, is, is so straight. And, to and acknowledge it is, is to, to, to seriously acknowledge, like, we can do it. If men really, if, if men are, as men are, they do what they say they're going to do to, to say, like, they will have to do. Yes. My bad. No, but you're right. I think it's interesting how we've created a uh, a very preposterous, very contradictory occurrence of when certain things feel good to run, mm-hmm. when certain things sound right to ignore, to mm-hmm. find a way to keep yourself in in indifference or negativity because it it feels safer because you can describe it. It feels safer because you can call it what it is and you are actively present within that but when you're positive and it feels too open it feels too possible it feels too po- it feels too possible and it it can't be it ha- it ha- and you're so traumatized by the fact of remaining in a space of light for for lack of a better phrase light mm-hmm. in a light that seems endless what do you do with that? Because it's 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 the fear is still within the unknown yeah. of like, but what if I get all of this that I never had and I lose it? What if I get in there and there's something about it I don't like? What if I'm you're bringing in so much into it? Because those those quote unquote negativities or indifferences and mm-hmm. all these things that we allow ourselves to feel to be inhuman not a part of our journeys, um, so many different things, not truly trying to pivot into a solution for ourselves to feel, not even feel better, but to literally be better. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a real grippling, narrow sense of what a lot of manhood perpetuates in a lot of ways. It's this sense of, I could do this, I could do that. I know, I know what feels good to me. I know where it comes from mm-hmm. because I'm trying to protect it. Mm-hmm. That's when I get activated when it's when it feels like I'm not going to have it. Mm-hmm. So what do I align myself into? Mm-hmm. Feeling good, doing this, doing that, but attaching my identity and allowing external definition of who I am. Mm. Because what I align myself with, the quote unquote, m- the money that I accrue, all these particular choices and decisions are going to add to the definition of me mm-hmm. and I think that that is something that and then what would I do with that 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 which I gained from that being the value being this being that will I make other people quote unquote feel like me mm-hmm. no I'm going to protect this shit with my life mm-hmm. but imagine the concept of mm-hmm. if you are 
feeling free, if you're getting free, mm-hmm. and you're sharing that with other individuals on how to do the same, those people, for the people who are attempting that at least, mm-hmm. I guess, seems either crazy, seems either crazy, broke, yeah. seems as either why would you do that? Mm-hmm. There's no money in that. Mm-hmm. People who create for free. Mm. To create foolish. You know what I'm saying? Emotions are one of the most are, are part of our human essence. And yet we're being told and emphasized to not lean into parts of those. Mm. Unless what, you're compensated. Yeah. And it's what's crazy about that is so what you're telling me mm. is that I don't need to be me to then learn more about what all I'm capable of. Unless I'm getting paid. So it's like how are we we're stifling our human experience who's who's to say that that reaction no matter what it is isn't something i need to know to then get to a new level of who i am to reach my higher self to anyway even who are you to put a monetary value even if it's a million dollars two million dollars on your your creativity you know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause it, it really came truly out of, out of your mind, which is, if, if you want to believe, not nowhere. So something, you know what I'm saying? Something made that connection mm-hmm. and to put a monetary value on it. And mind you, you know what I'm saying? I know money helps sustain the most lavish and luxurious types of living. So it's very easy to lean into that. Um, but just who, who, who gave you that right? You know what I'm saying? That goes back. I mean, I guess you did um, with your free will, with your free will. But man, just 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 really imagine, like like you came up with something out of nowhere, or something sent something to you, and you made it really happen. And then now you saying, I want two million dollars for my creation. Like where did where does that where did that idea come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm sure they they were selling paintings and stuff back then. But yeah, man, that, man, wow. Yeah, that creativity piece is, is amazing. Because, bro, everybody has, everybody wants to be a creative at heart. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, if you really sit down with them, it's especially a lot of men, um, they they wanted to be some type of artist or they wanted to be some type of, it, it, even before sports, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, actor or singer, a lot of rappers, they, you know what I'm saying? They'll try to sing or sing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, bro, for real. Like, if you really remember being kids, like, Niggas was trying to sing, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, 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 let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro, we we run from that creativity to work to, mm-hmm. to do all the things. And I'm just, man, this conversation is making me really like, why? Yeah, like why, bro? Like, yeah. Imagine what the world would be if, if we created. Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously we, we can live off like the the earth is has enough for us to sustain ourselves off of, like truly. Um. But what would it be like if, if we just took 30, 30 days off as a world to create? Yeah. And I, I know that's completely utopian. And, um, but why the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's, man. Because even, even, even that, I think I've always been interested in utopian films. Mm-hmm. For the simple through line throughout all of them is that the only way that this can occur is something felonious is afoot. Yeah. We, there is a reason to why you all have no so many um, different systems or structures mm-hmm. of society anymore because we're take because 
We're giving you these vitamins so you don't ever get sick. We're yeah. making you all wear the same clothes. We're making yeah. your viewpoint on life black and white. Because why? You don't need these external factors to pivot you out of anything. Mm. But what's happening in the meantime? And I, I think the, the example that I'm thinking about is a book called The Giver. Bro, that's I was thinking about that book. That's what that's, that's what I was what I'm gonna describing. touch on that earlier, bro. It's a book called The Giver, and The Giver is something Man. that you read. For me, I read it in like fifth shit. Bro, I could, yeah, I, it was. I was young, fourth and, grade, and it, and it was summer. such a crazy book to fucking present to children to me, bro. Because it was like, damn, y'all really trying to get us some existential shit early, bro. and it was so beautiful. And I, I think the messaging of it was so interesting because. As soon as he started to understand what life used to be prior to this utopian society, he became, he started to evolve. He started to be different. He started to do things and invoke things in people who did not even experience the same thing as him. Mm. From By way of having affection, by way of falling in love, by way of expression, expressing himself, by way of dis- having discernible, the discernible, the dis- discernible, deductive reasoning skills to realize it's something going on that's wrong. Something is happening. I don't know why. Why do we have to take these vitamins every day? Are you a why is it why is it black and gray? Why do we have these particular things? What happens to these babies if they all these different things? Yeah. And it's like that is the shit that always baffled me because it's like light, positivity all these things have way more. All the things that are quote unquote pluses of life always have a asterisk beside them of something to debunk them being valid. Mm-hmm. You think they want negative, to negative doesn't need a fucking spokesperson. They don't need fine print. You understand what it is. It's bad. It's something that you don't want. It's whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's going to be around regardless. You need it to bring purpose to the positive. Mm-hmm. Wow. This positive, this plus, this utopia, this light. Well, yeah, light, light is good, but you know, it's too bright. It's too bright. It can be too bright. Mm. Nothing can ever, quote unquote, be too dark. Darkness only gets darker, and then it's just dark. It doesn't add to itself. While brightness can literally get to the point to where you can't see. Mm. That's funny because light, dark, and darkness. Dark only gets darker. Light gets. Brighter, why doesn't light get lighter? Mm-hmm. Like the lighter, you know what I'm saying? I wonder. Yeah. Or, hmm. And I think I think truly it's this concept of like, you know, somebody who's too damn positive, something's going on, something's wrong. Somebody who's happy all the time, it's annoying. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's all these things related to positivity are attached and slapped with this thing of or perfection mm-hmm. or whatever you might call it. Those things are separated. To be, to be, because every single, even when you think about religion, mm-hmm. every single individual had this polarizing nature of themselves and was viewed as, yes, these people are representations of the absolute positive and the perfect, mm-hmm. the, the perfect specimens of, of beings. But also they were hated. Also they were yeah. questioned. Also they were seen as this and blah, blah, blah. Well, and I, and I, I think, I think it's, 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 it's a rejection of, of them being full and rejection of them being full because the presentation is that they need to be absolute and positive. Mm-hmm. 
when to me I think it's perspective that's more faulty than anything. I I, I definitely wow I definitely agree, but I but I think back to that too like too like wow, um, you being too light mm-hmm. is is maybe not being the most positive all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I understand that. No, I was like, using those for, no, uh, I, I, for, I, I, for I yeah, it's a metaphor. That, but, but it made me think. Yeah, like. If somebody is really like traveling in light, like for real, like that means they're also traveling with balance, mm-hmm. so that they have the empathic, emotional intelligence to yeah. know when to, you know what I'm saying, portray mm-hmm. that positivity, whether they have it or not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's that's that that's pastoral care, if you will. You know what I'm saying. Knowing that, you know, and, and somebody just died. Well, you know what I'm saying. It, it's gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying. Wipe it off. Da 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 da. Um. And that person that's too positive is is for real too positive, because positivity is not called for that situation. Um, but to me, the person that's really traveling in light would assess that situation, not necessarily with positivity, but for what that situation um, required. But when that goes back into that point, man, this is you're flowing right now. You're flowing. Um, I want to talk about the giver, if you don't mind. No, no, go ahead, bro. That, Bro, that was it's a great book. It's a great book, and the movie was mid, but it was. It I, was bro, I didn't even watch the movie because of my like. I have a for real like in the fourth grade, going into fifth grade, my mom would come home. I was supposed to read this book like you had that summer reading project, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bro. I never read it, and it got to like three weeks, but three four weeks before school started, and I had not opened a page of that book. Mm. My mom would come home, and then she would make me as soon as she get home from work made me read that book for 30 minutes until I finished that book. And that was after like two, three days, bro. I love that book. She come home, bro. I had two, three, four chapters read. I finished the book way quicker. And I won't say it changed my life um, because I read a lot of books that I can say changed my life. And if that's the case, um, how swayed is, you know what I'm saying? My, mm-hmm. my ability for my life to be changed. Um, but it, it's something that I always remember because that, that the way they just put that, put, put that child into society is reminds me kind of like how Jesus was arguing with not, not arguing with the kids uh, with, with the uh, priest in the synagogue mm-hmm. um, but how they they trust children with that type of wisdom mm. and I think that's one of the, the major setbacks of of our generation now is not even our generation because we're more trusting now but maybe a generation before us or mm-hmm. or two they weren't really trusting of the children mm. with their their wisdom. Um, and, yeah, bro, the, the giver, like, really points to that because if you, not, I don't want to go into cliches and train up a child because the child's going to choose what they want um, mm-hmm. regardless of his training. Um, well, an adult is going to choose what they want regardless of their training. But, yeah, man, you, you are, you are on point right now. I'm, yeah. I'm, forgive me for, for my, for my rambling, but you, you really got my, my mind running more than I was expecting right now. So I'm, yeah, I'm bro. I'm doing a lot of introspection. Yeah. And I think, and I think that that's, I'm glad because I think for me, uh, these things that have certainly been, you know, all in my mind, all 2020, mm. um, because all I, I, being in Chicago has, um, being in Chicago, being in solitude, 
prior to even COVID. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being with myself, truly. Um, the first time I feel like I, I, I feel like I initiated my sense of of self and reflection and awareness was truly once I was alone. And I was just at home alone mm-hmm. at a very young age. My sister started working, uh, started working at fucking fucking fourteen. Mm-hmm. So me being like her turn fresh or fresh fourteen, I'm still twelve. Mm-hmm. My mom working days and you know what I'm saying and coming mm-hmm. home sleeping all night, or vice versa, yeah. depending on those years. Whatever shit. Yeah. And I, and we just moved out to the outskirts of town. It's so damn quiet out here. You can hear my damn neighbors' yeah. telephones from my house, inside mm. my house. That's how quiet it is. So I'm literally wow. just with myself, able, and I'm consuming things. I'm watching TV. I'm playing games and whatever. But if that's still in that sense, I'm with myself. I don't, I don't have to play any role. I don't have to do anything. I have yeah. to. And so it's truly this moment of really me being alone and sitting in that in every single way. And this is prior to me even being into girls. So mind you, think about that. Yeah, I'm really freak. into my man. just noticing who the fuck I am before I have any external desire other than just feeling good and being stimulated by what I'm keeping my mind on. Mm-hmm. But you don't. And so now, I feel like I'm in this Four sense, a fourth sense of like a four, a forward, mature sense of that experience, but it's in, but it's forced and incidental because I think my intentions to go to Chicago, my intentions for my life in so many different ways. I think I bought into so many different aspects of life because it, I, I, I feel like I developed that just that thing of understanding. You know, this this is currency. I need to be understood in this particular way or whatever yeah. would have you, and I think. For me, um, I've fortunately been able to see parts of myself and things that I want that to be different mm. and truly start this journey of discovering my own personal freedom. And it's truly accepting that I'm not defined by anything because I'm for always committed to evolving. Yeah. So, yeah, today, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I feel. Um, but I'm not bound to none of these things because I do want to reach higher. I do want to be more. And I, I'm not going to limit myself in any way any way or shape or form or aspect within that. Because all these things can not only be good for me and to me, but it's going to be exactly what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to live. Bro, you you read. You know what I'm saying, notes. bro. You reading my notes, like you you you're watching me right now. I haven't put my hands on the table, mm-hmm. bro. When when you ask me who I am, the the things I put. So when you just define who you are, mm-hmm. what I wrote down was I'm human being slash human becoming. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm always becoming better today mm-hmm. than yesterday, hoping I can look back. You know what I'm saying tomorrow, mm-hmm. and say you know what I'm saying that I that I really was. You know what I'm saying, like like like. Like genuinely, um, like like you flowing on, on something. For real, yeah. um, better, but 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 it but it's even more more than becoming a better version of myself. Is it's it's really looking at myself for for who I am mm-hmm. and accepting the because what is you know what I'm saying this this idea we have with with better because some things may truly just be a part of us mm-hmm. and how how. 
not even willing are we to accept that but what are we willing to do with that after we accept it yeah. you know what i'm saying we, we may we may genuinely have anger issues mm-hmm. or we may genuinely have a, a, a problem with spending money or we may genuinely you know what i'm saying there, there may genuinely be some some flaws that are with self-discipline, you know what I'm saying, able probably able to overcome. Mm-hmm. But also, there there are many mental health issues that a lot of people realize they may have had or or already knew they had and had to confront um, over the pandemic. That you know what I'm saying, it's not something that they can just get away with positivity or or get away with um, anything outside of you know what I'm saying, regiment. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe if, if, if prescribed medication and, you know what I'm saying, at least conversations with uh, a legit therapist, not mm-hmm. just somebody's pastor or somebody's motivational speaker, um, mm-hmm. but, but a legit um, trained and certified therapist or counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, yeah, just the fact that you were able to do that in, in the pandemic um, speaks to the discipline that you probably already had whether it was forced or not because a lot of people they didn't mess off their time because it's the bro it's a pandemic they, they they lived through it um but it sounds like you're gonna come out a m- much better than, yeah. you, than you went in and that's yeah but that's amazing like that's you know what i'm saying like that's 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 genuinely man like a lot of people are in like under the dirt right now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and you were able to sit with yourself and realize like that you got a life to live mm-hmm in the midst of, you know what I'm saying, like spirits literally entering other realms. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like like a miss you. Like I'm not sure who, if you lost anybody um throughout the pandemic close no, Unfortunately I didn't. Yeah. But, so, but I definitely am, so that's amazing. I feel I feel the the energy mm-hmm. of how many people that I do know who have lost. Yeah. You know? And I've I've certainly considered considered that in in, in, in a sense of just I guess my own humanity. Like even thinking about why are we so communal? Mm-hmm. And I remember I presented a concept. Uh, every time I feel like I get the chance to say to speak to it, and I'm doing it still to this day, is that it's interesting how we, you know, reject a sense of you know. I get being mono, monolithic in terms of being and everyone is expected to be the same and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But in a sense of being communal, being able to not be the individual, having a quote-unquote individual experience Mm -hmm. and to be able to be empathetic within that situation, to to be, for that to invoke action out of you, for you to go protest, for you to go sign petitions, for you to give money, for you to give your time, for you Mm -hmm. to, to... put out your views for you to be bold for you to speak for you to express for you to create all those things and incite something and I think to me I I like to think more of what is part of our humanity and what is not what is something that we are that's stifling that experience and I feel like what if we came into this into this experience this world this soul whatever you want this body or whatever you want to call it with the sense, this connected sense of like, I need to see someone who I know is existing. Yeah. Regardless of them being whatever they are, whatever it is, and there needs to be this connectivity and a synchronicity in place to where if they feel a thing, I feel it too. Mm. 
and then that telepathy and that lesson that that energy that transference that the, whatever it does to the zeitgeist can truly do what teach a lesson yeah make make create creativity occur make people shift make people consider make people truly ignite themselves because they are truly still living within their freedom not unaffected yeah. But now able to utilize these things mm-hmm. to add on to overall what they would like to see, what other it's creating, you yeah. know, what other what other parts of themselves or whatever parts of this life that they're supposed to live looks like next. Mm-hmm. And you do with that whatever you want to do with it. You can compartmentalize it, slap a label on that if you like, or mm. anyone who's listening. Mm. But ultimately, that's what everyone I feel like is seeking. If you say you can call it nirvana, you can call it a higher sense of enlightenment, reaching your higher self, self-actualization, whatever you would like to call it. What if that's exactly what it could be? You releasing yourself to these definitions, to these bound words, to these bound phrases, to all those things, because what's what's happening now? You bash those things. Mm-hmm. That is what's giving you life. That is what giving you what you deem to be purpose mm-hmm. and value. Mm-hmm. And now you bash other individuals for wanting to be called what they would like to be called. Yeah. So think about that. Because you're not, if you, you're if not you, living in if what you're you upset, want to live in. If you're upset about labels, if you feel like this is stupid, you feel like these different things, you gave these things value. You've made these, you've created separations and perpetuated a pattern that continues this value. And Lily makes it a trend. Lily makes it a norm. Mm. And all we're doing is trying to do the exact same thing with within a system that you created, within mm-hmm. a structure that you've amplified. And here we are. And now you mad at me because I'm trying to call myself something. Trying to be myself. Trying to be myself. I'm not even calling myself something. I'm I'm trying to fit within the parameters that you've given me as thinly as they are. Mm-hmm. And wow, man, it's... Mm-hmm. But you don't. It don't fit the de- the definitions were made because that's the utilization of language. You you can, like people be like that's um when one of my pet peeves is when somebody will say a word and they'll use it not how it's meant but it may sound good and then they'll be like you know what I meant and you can't do that with language you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because that that that's how you you get misunderstood mm-hmm. or that's how you just quite honestly say the wrong thing. And uh, a lot of times, like, the wrong things are, are people are not, what is it? There's not a label fit for any of us. Mm. Yeah. Any of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There, there are two genders given, but based off what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we all should be able to see ourselves mm-hmm. in everything. Mm-hmm. If if we're truly empathetic, mm-hmm. people say I'm an empath, but can't see themselves in the shoes of somebody that's not their gender. How? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, it, and it's not to say that, that I can or that I can, you know what I'm saying? Or that, you know, um, this, this is a, a conversation that needs a lot of clarity mm-hmm. um, because of how sensitive people like us men have made it. Yeah. Um, and how dangerous um, we've made it. Yeah. Um, and that's our fault. Mm-hmm. And it's our doing to make this conversation less dangerous. 
Mm. You know, um, and that's through educating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, not even necessarily educating our communities, but educating others like us. Um, and holding them accountable to their education once we know they're educated. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times we will write off our uneducated counterparts or cohorts, friends, associates, whatever you want to call them, um, as they don't know no better. And if we know better and we haven't taught them, like how long can they not know mm. why you know? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, how long can you be in a company and just, just write it off as that? Um, you can do it for your lifelong and just be the smartest in the room if yeah. that does something for you. Yeah. Um, or you can, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't want to say liberate them because they are the oppressors. Um, we are the oppressors. Um, but yeah, man, the only way to, to not be the oppressor is to stop oppressing. Yeah. And one person in the group, it's just like being the good cop, bad cop. We, we the, we the one good apple of the bad apple group. And we like, not all, not all cops are bad. Not all mm-hmm. men are bad. Um, because they're not, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not all, not all men are bad. We're not all bad. I'm not bad all the time. Um, I can't speak for you, but I think you're, you're a good guy. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is it's, it's different. This is different. Um, yeah. How how we name ourselves because it's so important. Yeah. Because we we've made it so important. Like what your name means, and it goes back to the conversation earlier. Like you was named by what you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, like what is gender? What is sex? All that, and it's not what is it because they have definitions. Um, but man, mm-hmm. why they why do they matter? So much for real. Mm-hmm. Like for real. The bathroom. We don't know where to put them in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you really think about like the reasons why people make up, like why it matters, it'd be like, bro, what? Mm-hmm. You know? So. Man. You're talking about a place where we all have to go to. And then you're talking about a place where we've created for so many, a multitude mm. of reasons to sustain the lives that we have because yes I understand yes y'all I understand uh, the uh, aspects of quote unquote criminality to a certain degree man but free even, them all but in the aspects of what I believe and I think there is a certainly a great um, consensus of it and I'm still I think I'm leaning into it because it feels a lot better Mm-hmm. But I still want to definitely do my own research and definitely understand more so I can speak to it better and possibly have somebody on. And um, that may be the conversation I have with, uh, with, with Rich, too. <laughs> but um, speaking to just what is the idea of these things being abolished? What is the idea of prison not even existing in these ways um, or at all? What is what is the idea of not having this, quote unquote, force in group of individuals who are just, quote unquote, supposed to be just like us? given this authority, given this quote-unquote power, what happens differently if I can decide what to be done to the person who killed my mother? Well, that's when, when you abolish all of that, like it's, it's not even about relying, relaying the choice because then that's still putting some aspect of, of, judge of justice. Jury. You know what yeah. I'm saying? In, in, in place, if you want to abolish it like this, it's truly accepting that somebody just might be able to do that and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Unless you do something about it, mm-hmm. um, 
and that that's a hard life to accept. Yeah. Um, it also means that people that do bad things to other people may not go justify. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that people are willing to accept? Um, if that means that more people, you know what I'm saying, that, that every prison don't got 10, 20 people in there that's locked up for life that really didn't do nothing, then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so be it. Um, but but it's, it's really at, at what cost are, are you willing, and I'm, I'm at any cost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that means that, that I may one day, you know what I'm saying, be assaulted by somebody who was free, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, you know, that's the, that's the risk I take. Um, but, but I truly, um, believe that, yeah, you should, you should, they should abolish every single prison, um, every single jail, bond, um, the police, all of that is, is crazy. And it's once again, utopian. Um, mm. but, but I can believe it if I want to, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm, I'm not out here, um, wreaking havoc on anybody's life for my beliefs. Um, yeah. I'm not doing it the Christian way, if you will. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, man. But yeah, let them, let them, let them all go, man. Let them all go. <sighs> yeah, man. That's some deep shit. That's some deep go. shit. That's some deep shit. But I, I, I don't, I don't want us to um. Go on too much for too much longer, and I really feel like we've um said enough. And um, there's much more to be said because I think that's what the best conversations are really truly found. Yeah. The conversations that never end. Um, because more information is learned, more perspective is being presented, more things are being manifested by way of what's already presented. And um, creation is happening. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's how I feel. I think that... Um, First, I want to thank you. Mm. Truly, truly thank you for uh, offering your space, offering your voice, and um, and perspective, and um, sitting down with the kid to create, you know, something that's coming out in a year after a very unprecedented year. Wow. And I think I'll continuously make um, the way that I feel like my intro into 2021 to be if 2020 was unprecedented, why can't you be too? Mm. Why can't this be the time that you be the most different, the most whatever you would like to say it, it to be? Even if it's just making the choice to do something extremely simple as doing this particular thing, creating creating these small goals, just choosing happiness. It can be as, as simple or as complex as you make it, but it's about mm. you making it. Mm. It's about you consi- literally making a decision to live because we all, and we've seen it in the darkest of forms, we all can find ways to choose to mm. not live it. We cannot be here in this existence, in mm. this awareness, in this body. But we all decide within our bodily functions that we don't even realize we're operating mm-hmm. to the point of choosing to get up out the bed so I'll leave y'all with that mm. and you make um, choice to get out the bed. and I feel that we have to fill in that so I uh, thank you bro if you would like for anyone to follow you anywhere or any of those things if it doesn't matter it's all good <laughs> hey <laughs> Andrew Pink underscore you can follow me on Instagram I'm not really on there you can't follow me on Twitter 
<laughs> you can't follow me on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's private, so you gotta follow me. Um, I, I, I really don't accept people like that because I'm wild yeah. on Twitter. You know, I got like 200 followers and we love each other there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you if you have any gripes or quarrels with what I said, don't criticize me. Pray for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know more than I know, um, then educate me. Um, I'm willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, if I said something you like. Let me know if you want to keep the conversation going. Let Rodney know and tell him to have me back. What they say, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, bro, I appreciate yeah, yeah. you for having me, man. Hell yeah, bro. Shout out to everybody for listening, man. Hell yeah, hell the yeah. And the pleasure is mine. We made it to 2020 and 2040. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a gym. Yes, so, still going to be a gym. Still gonna be a gem, and I, 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 I receive all that, bro. I receive all that. If you don't know, you can certainly understand that. You can find the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available, except for SoundCloud. Do not look for me over there. I'm not over there no more. Mm. And but nevertheless, uh, follow me everywhere at Kings underscore Memoirs on all platforms. Follow the Sim- Simply King Pod IG page. Uh, follow me on uh, You can like my page On Facebook You can, you can find me everywhere. You can look for me Where, you, where, I'm, where I'm at You feel me uh, Make sure that you like Subscribe Review And share Most likely uh, If you're gonna choose Any of those things to do If you've heard this Certainly share it um, Yeah Because I Like I always say I make family size content You be feeling real bad When you get a whole bag of chips mm-hmm. like, so, so give a chip You feel me <laughs> and so, yes, mm. this is hell of a conversation, bro. This is one for the books, and I'm glad I'm in this vibe of energy. This is the first one I did for the week, and I got seven more to go, so I can't wait. Man. And your set certainly got me in the vibe. Man, you feel I can't me? wait to hear. He's gonna get even better, bro. And I can't wait. I can't wait for y'all to hear all that I have in store uh, for the rest of the year. Um, it's gonna be dope. So buckle in, sit in tight. It's gonna be hell of a hell of a time, but we're definitely gonna. Um, we're going to get there together, I guess. Because we ain't got no choice. <laughs> and so, yes. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being human. I'm Rodney Perry. That was Andrew Pink. don't know which route to choose, which side to see, which fight to lose. What's right for me? Might fight for you. Might frighten these. Might right the blues. It ain't my fault you ain't keeping up a last place. You can't last long living fast paced. This a track meet, not a track race. I'ma do my dance on a bad day. Still got the keys to my feet. <sighs> And maybe that's just how it goes I'ma take my broken records Finna turn them into gold I've been searching for the answer Better look inside your soul Let me right above you Let my nigga Everybody knows Fifty shades of green Living in a house of blue Taking it day by day